1: It is the cast, the Snowmageddon edition oh of the Cast. <laughs> I am here. This is Steve Migs, the Reverend in Fuego. Hi. Glenn Cannon. Hey, hey. That's right, we missed you last time. Missed you guys too, man. But yeah. the reason why, which I think you should share, and we shared it with uh, someone that was in the studio that questioned whether or not you can handle driving so so I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> Glenn is able to get here. Monday, He's not here because Monday, he could drive in the snow Monday, so well. Monday, yeah, yeah. I mean, I literally,
2: I, I didn't know if you guys would share that or not, but yeah. I, I wanted everyone. Basically, I drive these days 6 to 10 and 4 to 8 during yep. kind of the hottest hours. Or sometimes I'll just go like 6 to noo- noon if I'm really cooking. Well... Um, since when did the snow start? Sunday or Monday? Uh, of last week, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, Sunday. So
2: no one would drive in it. And I mean, yeah, so. Super Bowl I'm, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there mm-hmm. you yeah, yeah. go. I would log into my little Uber app. And I mean, in my driveway, I'm still like scratching my nose. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it would start going nuts. And it was all for pickups like 20 minutes away. And I'm like, well, all right. And I'd just start driving. I'd get there. And the people would be like, Oh my God! Thank you. Yeah, I waited a half an hour for it to find a car. (laughs) So most of the guys that drive Uber Lyft, yeah, they're like, I'm not even going out in this. So like that Tuesday morning, I started again around six a.m. and yeah, I was down. I think that whole day I worked the Renton area, which in truth, most of those neighborhoods were shoulder to shoulder, about a four inch deep. Yeah. Ice pack.
3: Nobody, w- nobody would ice. go around to any of those areas. they yep. like, there's no plows or anything. Oh, dude, and it was, I
2: mean, I drove around in there all day. It was a sheet of ice. I spent a lot of time <laughs> at about a 30-degree angle.
3: What a sheet um, show. Um, yeah, it was yes. a total
2: sheet show. Um, <laughs> but I was making so much money, and that literally, I, I, I saw what time it was. I'm like, man, I'm almost already going to be late for the show. And uh, I texted Steve and Rev and was like, guys, look, I... I'm making so much money. Yeah, if, if I, say, I think I called it the Uber lottery, the ride yeah, show lottery. Yeah. Um, if I stay out, I stand to make, you know, 250, 300 bucks before noon. I love you guys, but, but, but I'm going to stay out here. And yeah. yeah. Both you guys are like, dude, all game. No, I, would, yeah. I would do that you too. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was about to join Uber just for that moment. I know, I know. Well, yeah, you guys I explained you had a whole studio <laughs> full of guests. I'm like, okay, yeah. it's going to be a great
1: show. We had yeah. six people replace yeah. you. Yeah.
2: yeah. We well, be you know, the book. <laughs> six people and it did and it still wasn't as awesome as oh, having you here absolutely yeah, well it did bum me out because i met someone in passing i i it might have even been a girl i gave a ride and somehow or other we got talking about the fact that we knew levi lion
3: okay everybody knows and levi, then right? somehow or other i was telling
2: her about when i lived in orlando florida my roommate keith and i had he keith came home he's like dude i got a 7-up machine and we had a full-size 7-Up machine. We had to carry up two flights of steps to get to our apartment. Which, oh, my God. Which was a bummer. But um, we kept it stocked with Corona. Nice. And so when people oh. would come over and party, they'd fire in the quarters. Hey, man, can I be- get a beer? Yeah, help yourself.
1: Yeah, if you have quarters. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, I was, and the girl was cracking up. She's like, you're kidding. I'm like, yeah, man, we had this 7-Up machine in our apartment in Florida. Um, and she's like, well, I know this guy. He had a vending machine in his apartment and blah, blah, blah. And it dispensed all kinds of stuff. And she got tiny, and he has a boss. I'm like. I can only imagine. And so we put the piece together, I'm like, is his name Levi? And she's like, yeah. And then, yeah so then we're geeking out about how awesome Levi is. So I was dying to see Levi on Tuesday, because I could have been like, bro, so you also had a vending machine in your home at one time. That is time. so
3: weird. I had a vending yeah. machine in my home, too. Really? My, my I grandp- wish I had Steve, a where have you been? Yeah, I, right? I clearly have been failing at life. My my grandpa had a, uh, so, he had a, <laughs> uh, he, he was uh, a hobbyist when it came to doing uh, mechanic awesome. stuff. It's it's a lot like what you like what you would do. You'll help people out, and the neighbors hated it. They hated the <laughs> fact that there were cars out front. The car farm. And he would always be working on something, and they just hated it. So there was a while where they were like, "You can't do this anymore because you're running a business." So he's like, "All right, I'll go run a business," and he did it down in Lakewood. And so he had a, a, a little garage, and eventually he it, it just didn't work out. There's too much rent dealing with all this stuff, yeah. and. Trying to get people to pay on time when it's your friends, it's kind of a pain in the ass. But he had a pop machine, and so when it was done, he just delivered. He just brought it back, That's awesome. stuck it right next to the sliding glass door in the back patio, <laughs> yes! and it was always wow. full of pop. That's awesome. It you cost know- a quarter. But they so left quarters what? around everywhere. Yeah. Like There was a bowl of quarters if you wanted it, and that's basically why I drank so much Mountain Dew. Good. Because it was this always available. Bro, if
2: I would have had a vending, if, like, say, if I was, you know, I would have been drinking this stuff constantly, yeah. too, man. and it I was. Mean,
3: and that was just because yeah. it was available. It was always stocked. The novelty of it is amazing. Yeah, you know it was great. I mean? And it was like, somebody was like, okay, you get some of the drink. It's like, yeah, you want a soda? They're like, yeah, sure. It's like, all right, go ahead and go yeah, in the, the back. The machine's in the back, Yeah, dude. yeah. It was <laughs> easy. Take a
1: quarter while you're going out there. That is too cool yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, the whole Levi, that, that, that is funny, though. Luckily, yeah, I Levi, know where I met we, we'll we probably amazing, see him again in yeah. the near future. And Levi's always swinging by. We'll, we'll hug it out over that. But. And Levi's actually doing homework. I don't know if it's going to happen. He's like, I'm doing the homework to find out, but he'd like to take the party bus and take us to Steel Panther in Vancouver.
3: Oh, my God. That would be cool. Yes. Yeah. He
1: just doesn't know about like how getting over customs and you know all that. He's doing the research. He told me, like, he texted me uh, last week. And he's God, like, that would be so cool if he Because he that. thought it would be a lot of fun. To take us all up there to to Steel Panther yeah, and that'll be our heart, tour bus. Sure. That would be our tour bus. Yeah, can that thing tow a trailer? We wouldn't need to though. <clears throat> If he takes the big one, we can put all the gear in the bus. Oh God, you're right.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Right. It's not
2: like we're going
1: with like 30 people. It'd be
2: like probably six or seven of us total. Yeah. Okay, man, that is awesome. Because I thought I basically was going to get the RV dusted off and ready for us. Yeah. So, but it's Not,
1: fingers crossed, n- not nearly as cool as Levi's a bus. party bus Daddy. that has a stage on top of it and maybe a, a stripper pole. Yeah, the Steel Panther
2: guys would be like, really?
1: Right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> how <laughs> do Duh. you guys have a cooler ride than us? I know. You're off
2: the tour. <laughs> you're yeah, the Pan- the guys are all on the Brody bus, you yeah. know? And yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that's April 11th, 12th, and 13th at the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver. Oof. So get your tickets. The 13th is sold out. But if you're anywhere near the Vancouver yes. area, come party with us. Uh, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be really cool.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. As long as everything uh, defrosts by April.
1: I, it should be okay. like, I'm imagining i imagining like the snow it, will be gone by then, I hope.
3: I'm hoping. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping it's going to be gone by
2: the end of this week. Well, but... the, the rain's peeling. Like, my drive-in was the best drive I've had all week because yep. I've been in the studio all week, rain or shine. And... Or snow or shine <laughs> but um i got hung up in my neighborhood some guy crawling along and it's like ice pack and ruts and oh, clear roads it's a yeah. mess verian's a mess at least my neighborhood was and i've been driving our van Which, you know, there's tread on the tires. They're not, I only see the front tires are knobbier in the back. I thought about (laughs) rotating them, but I'm like, man, it's cold out there. (laughs) Good enough. If I'm sideways, who cares? Just get out of the way. And um, I'm safe inside this thing. Man, I was following this guy up this just tiny little incline and he's just putting along. I'm like, bro, please. And sure enough, I slid left. I corrected. I slid left. I corrected, but I got hung up in a big fat patch. And I had to put it in park, get out. I've got a snow shovel in the van now, and dig out around my tires. And so she was just like, "Man, if you would have just done ten instead of four miles an hour, oh,
3: so, I,
1: yeah, I got stuck this morning
3: bro, trying to get here." I've been, been on the. So, oh, I've been so entertained by just watching people try to drive in all of this. No.
1: Dude, it's on, even on the freeways where it's completely clear, it's doing no different like fifteen than driving miles an hour. Yeah, there was and one guy doing in the passing that. lane.
3: Yeah, and you're like you, and then as soon
1: as you like, and you get over, which is dangerous sometimes. You get over you pass them and as soon as you pass them they get in the lane that you were in. I'm like, "You son of a bitch. Why did you, you do that? Could have done that before
2: I passed you." I popped out of the tunnel last night doing about 50. Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 it was before the tunnel. It was right before the Jumper's Bridge. Um this guy came on, and there was snowpack against the little wall, though. And he just came right out into my lane and right out into the third lane, mm-hmm. doing, I don't know, a mile an hour. Right. And I was doing 45. I'm like, oh, and you know, you put yeah. it in neutral to take the idle circuit and the torque converter out of the equation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put it in neutral before you get into the brakes, and I'm slipping and sliding, and the van's going sideways. And this guy almost caused a serious wreck. Just you, yeah. stay home, man. If, just stay if you're home. scared
3: of it, like, stay home. Like, and, that's what the most of the Intelligent people are doing right. out there. Right. So the roads are pretty clear. And then out of those people that are still on the road, there's a good amount of people who know, know what, what they're they doing. Yeah. And then there's people that moved like, here
2: from Chicago. Yeah. And then yeah. there's like <laughs> you know?
3: there's like a one or two percent of just morons <laughs> just moving at a snail's
1: pace. I'm what? not asking for you to do 60. I, I get it. Look, I'm not saying don't, don't yeah, go fast. I like, right? d- be smart out there. But doing 20 miles per hour on a freeway when everyone around you is doing
3: 50 is not smart. Or not clearing off your car. Like, I, it was literally chunks of ice it was and a, snow okay. flying It was out, a yeah. car that was coated in snow. It was like a line <laughs> right. to look out the front. Yeah. The side windows were completely the snowed. The, the top, the back, like yeah. like the headlights were still coated. I'm like, where are you going? You're dumb. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. Like, it was just like, I oh, the wind will blow
2: it off. <laughs> I and, oh. and My thing is, truly, man, um, <laughs> because everyone's like, oh, everyone around here is such bad drivers. As a guy that drives... Forty plus hours a week. Gosh, yeah, right. I got to go ahead and say, I think people around here honestly are great drivers. It's it's about every other week someone tries to kill me. <laughs> now, <laughs> I consider that to be a fantastic you ratio. You. Yeah, for so the amount of
1: hours you're in the I car. Mean, really?
2: About about every tenth day, I go, oh my god, you know, and I almost die because some idiot tries to kill me. But mm-hmm. considering how much I drive, yeah. Man, the thing is people here just don't have the experience. So I don't fault them for that, but the reason why I think you guys are both really on point with your usage of the word moron is if you don't have the experience yeah don't get in your goddamn car right it's just yeah, have, <laughs> like take a snow day seriously. take a snow day and Bloody, play. In like it. the guy you just described yeah. was laughing so hard it's like what are
1: you doing common sense stick tapes wipe off the snow off like when I left, clear the windows on friday, wow. friday night <laughs> the know? snow hit right yeah and it, it started coming down pretty hard and i get that done with three to one battle and i walk out at a, right outside the gym oh, here in seattle yeah. and my car has got like a couple of inches of snow on it so what did i do i grabbed the old hoodie in the car just dust and off your windows bro dust it off the windows. Mm-hmm. Dust. Off the roof. Oh, good for you. I usually leave the roof. I'm that jack hole.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, the van's tall, man. The van's yeah. tall, but I, I'm I that saw, guy. <laughs> I saw a video
3: like someone had a video. They had dash cam video, and then one of those big pieces of ice flew off and it did what it did to your car, Steve. Yeah, right. It destroyed the windshield. And I'm like, I don't want to be the person to do that. Oh. And I'm really hoping it's not going to happen to me. So it's kind of like that karma sort of thing. Just Hoping it doesn't happen to me, and I'll just make sure it doesn't happen to anyone else. But the
1: snow worked to my advantage, speaking of three 2 one battle. So you know, I, I mentioned just recently how badly I want to get a match there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go down because I'm like, okay, the snow sucks, but I could get down there. I got four wheel drive, and yeah, even do. like Steve the Booker is just like, hey, are you gonna be able to make it? I'm like, yeah, I'll be down there. He goes, just in case, you never know. We we're getting a lot of cancellations from guys from Canada that were coming in, guys you know that live up north. He's like, bring your gear just in case. I'm like, oh yeah, I was kind of thinking that. You never know. I get there. He's like. You cool with doing a match? I'm like absolutely, no. Nice. Had a match on, and granted, Like the place was packed. Usually, you have about three, four hundred people at Out of All Fitness for yeah. three to one. And, and we would have. Hey probably man, if had, you had fifty, we'd about a hundred. Oh God, that's Which cool. was impressive. Yeah, that's great. And dude, I got to have a match, and it was pretty awesome because yeah. I got to have a match nice. against someone who yeah. I trained with, my friend Roya. Did she pin you, dude? <laughs> no, I pinned her. I beat her. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's tough... me a boner too. <laughs> <It's>...
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: shut up, please. No, <laughs> no, it's <that's> hilarious.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, her character is Nurse Black, so she drugged me, oh. and I wasn't able to hit her back because I was too messed up and that's high hot. from the drugs that she that's gave.
3: <laughs> 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 it's just turning into Glenn's fantasy it's like here. Like Tommy, we're going to 3-2-1 battle. Front row, front row. Learn those sweet moves. Why do you have a sign that says Nurse Black? Kill okay, so, me. No reason.
2: So she, she drugged you. What happened next, Steve? She Show drugged us on me. the doll. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then by the end of it, I, got, I came through by pounding a bang energy drink. Really? Nice. And I'm looking at Cody, who's one of the announcers. So yeah. I'm like, okay, we're going to have this spot where I'm going to need that bang energy drink that you have. So he's going to be like, what do you need? I'm like, that, that. He's like, I think Steve wants me to bang him. <laughs> Bang! Energy. My fantasy just took a dark turn. Yeah, it did. <laughs> hey, Cody looked good. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you this part.
2: My bonnet is fading. <laughs> <laughs> Shrinkage. <laughs> so Cody's now the amazing. crowd
1: is chanting, "Bang him!" Bang him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. oh, yeah, this did yeah! turn into a full fledged. It was that's rad. Bro, It was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. It was like a whole different vibe. A lot of people were stepping up that don't usually have an opportunity to. It was just yeah. like, "Hey, show must go on," that's and whoever's so cool. around, let's make it happen. And we had a blast. So that's that was great. That was man. cool. Uh, I do want to talk about something funny that happened while we were in Portland. So on Saturday, myself, Munson, and J-Mac, we all, my hockey buddies, we went up to Portland uh, or down to Portland for Defy Wrestling where mm-hmm. I was ring announcing. And of course, we get there, we park the car, and we say we're not driving for the rest of the time because it's it's drinking time. Yeah. And so we were taking Ubers everywhere we would go. Glenn, I have a valuable lesson for you as an Uber driver. Okay. D- cracking jokes, fine. Cracking Donald Trump jokes, not necessarily the wisest idea. No. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and that's so you just stay out of it. So it's like one of those things, the last thing you want to hear from anyone who's driving you around or any situation where you're with a stranger, do you want to hear a joke? Oh, God, no. So, of course, I'm like, yeah, as I pull out my cell phone to video record oh, him. Nice. Oh, nice. You've got the audio. <laughs> so I have the audio, and you're going to hear how awkward it is, because this is the, not only is this just... Hey, you don't know what type of people we are. You know, Donald Trump is a rather hot button Mm -hmm. for some people. You always let
2: the stranger or the new person or the rider, however you want to look at it, but I'm talking in life, right? Let them dictate the terms. Yes. If they start riffing about their hatred of, I don't know, pineapples, black shoelaces, you know, engage them on that level. But you don't. Break the ice by saying, want to see the ward on the side of my unit? Right. You know, you don't do that. If someone's like, I deal with genital warps, be like, God, me, you should see this thing. It's a mile of rough road. That, but you've got to engage on their terms.
1: And that's exactly what so he By the way, says I'm in perfect that, health. He, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feel free to sit yeah. in the front with Yeah, Dan, yeah with sure. Yeah. So he starts to tell the joke, and it's about something about like Donald Trump and security, and then I was able to finally get the recorder going on my, my phone. But again, you just wait for the, the punchline. The reaction that we have is the most uncomfortable, we should laugh because he's driving us. And then his reaction to the fact that he could tell that we just weren't feeling this joke. And again, this was in the Uber. Steve has the wherewithal to instantly document. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. I was like, I have to get the uh, Once you say, do you want to hear a joke? I'm like, yes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get my recorder. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> go.
5: jumps out of the bushes with a gun and the Secret Service guy yells, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse! And nothing happens in the park. They get trump back into the penthouse. And the head Secret Guy of Service comes over and says, What were you babbling about out there? I'm sorry, sir. I got confused. I meant to yell, Donald Duck! Donald Duck! <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's just stupid.
5: It's clean.
1: <laughs> it's clean. <laughs> that definitely is not... And then you going. <laughs> and then, like the next couple minutes, he kept telling us how that was a funny joke. Come on, guys, that's funny. Come on. I mean, it's clean. I could tell. He goes, and eventually he goes, "It's clean. I could tell that to anyone." I'm like, "That doesn't mean you should." Yeah. The, the problem isn't that it's political. The problem is that
3: it's not funny. It's no, don't. <laughs> I joke. mean, no, just five dumb. year olds in
2: a playground would be like, "Huh? Okay, well, hand me the kickball, Johnny,
3: and thanks I mean, for sharing." Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, like, like, I get it. Yeah, And the no laughter is my I response. I think even
2: Bad Joke Friday would be like, eh. Ah, it's a terrible <laughs> joke. Yeah, but it did Fight lead to sleep. the entire night. One of us going, Donald Duck. Donald <laughs> Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing you guys sitting there quiet and he's like, what's black and blue and hate sex? The four-year-old in the trunk of my car. Oh, oh. <laughs> you got like clean. Oh, <laughs> I dude. can tell that to anybody. <laughs> can you just let us out now, man? Right. We
1: need to leave. That would actually have been the funniest <laughs> response. You're like, uh, we need to pull over. Can you please pull over? <laughs> and then Munson, <laughs> the entire time, kept asking every guy every Uber her. And so we're looking for someone to eat. We're here. There's a steakhouse called the Acropolis. How is it? <laughs> and it was always fun to hear what kind of reactions you would get What's from some the Acropolis? of the drivers. The Acropolis oh. is the. You don't the stri- know. It's considered to be one of the greatest strip clubs in all of America. America. Oh. It's Marilyn Manson's favorite strip club. Oh, okay. But what it's known for is they the guy who owns the Acropolis is also I believe a butcher or owns some kind of a ranch He's a butcher. So he legitimately has cows And all types of stuff that they butchered, not on at the club, but <laughs> that are his own property.
3: Now coming up on stage, Maisie Moo. <laughs> right. Here comes <laughs> Debbie, the, the cow.
1: So
2: he. <laughs> depending on what you're into, you can watch a girl carve up an animal or she can right. just undress. So he
1: cuts his, uh, he c- cuts his own meat, which bonner. sounds kind of odd. Yeah, right. But then he sells it at the strip club for a ridiculous price. You Dude, can get a filet so mignon cheap. for $11. Yeah. That's, oh my
3: God. Yeah. So, like the steaks are good. And they're and, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're decent. And they're cheap like it's a it's like one of the best places to get a meal. What's at- frightening is
2: though <laughs> I'm picturing like like it's a strip club that smells like heaven. Yes. Like you walk in and you smell I meat. I'm kind of
1: yeah. conflicted
3: here. With steak tips you know. and, and filet mignons yeah, and any kind of stuff. It smells con- like glitter, lubricant, right. and tears. Right. You know? This <laughs> is <laughs> a whole new animal. Right, replace it with Jeez. barbecue smells.
1: Man, and, yeah. I, so where's this place at? <laughs> it's in Portland. Fantastic. Right. $10 for a filet mignon. The dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and they have a rule there. It's a no-hassle strip club. So the girls aren't bothering you. They won't bother you at all. In other words, like if you want to, just talk, leave you alone. They yeah. just they do their dance on their stage. If you want to go up, and sit up at the stage, throw dollar bills, you can. Otherwise, you just go there and eat lunch and leave. Fantastic for ten bucks. Yeah. So of course we're asking every the entire Where is night. Where's the Acropolis? Right. Or just like hey, exactly. Take us to the Acropolis, sir. Uh, but yeah, it's just a freaking genius well, what idea. Are your steak recommendations. But every once <laughs> while you get these the
2: nuns things. are like, oh, the meals there are lovely. We <laughs> had one
6: just female Uber down. driver,
1: and she wasn't like she was just like ah. Uh, that's just one of those places where you look at boobs. I'm like, but we hear this. Why do you think we got there. in this
0: car? <laughs>
6: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: you have to look at us boobs. We're going somewhere to look at. Boobs. We're old enough that the hashtag still means pound to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite moment of the night: so we're at some bar and I'm we're wasted, blacked out almost. You know, not to that point. I can remember this, so I guess Bye. not blacked out, but we're just wasted. I'm at post up the bar. We're BSing with the bartender. Super nice lady, right? as talking and talking and then finally i go so where from new york are you from and she's like what do you mean i'm like your accent it's cool And i'm a new yorker too she's like i'm from australia i'm german (laughs) (laughs) like what she's like i have a german accent what the german part of brooklyn yeah (laughs) and and i look like i go I'm not sober. (laughs) You know the kudos
2: on just Oni. Kudos on Oni and not being like, what? Really? Oh yeah. Steve's like, look. he didn't have the wherewithal at that point. I'm seeing
1: four of you and the third one over is kind of cute. Right, exactly. (laughs) I had no idea. I thought you were a boy. Wow. Time, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Studio Time with the Glenn Cannon solo record. I've been watching your stuff on Facebook. Yeah, well, and
2: despite, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Donald
6: Duck. Donald, Donald Duck, Duck <laughs> right?
2: Um, no, despite the uh, the weather, um, we've been in there
1: every day and things are oh,
6: things yeah. are
2: really going
1: well, man. Um, the pictures and the videos are looking pretty badass, man. Yeah, you know,
2: it, as things come into shape, people actually get to hear some music. I've just been trying to share, right? To, yep. to, I want people to feel as involved. As and you're basketball. at a vast well, Studios. I'm great. at studio over in, in Greenwood The um, studio looks cool I I don't know if I've ever, ever been place. there It used to be called Ironwood For and that. then uh, That's <laughs> also what happens when you go to Acropolis Right, yeah, yes. you know, yeah. Or when, uh, what was like it, like Nurse Black arm, yes. Ironwood, <laughs> Drugs you and <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, uh, studio time studio Oh time. right, I'm yep. making a record yep. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, um, yeah, it used to be called Ironwood back in the day And Avast was this great studio over on Stoneway and uh, Stuart, the owner, eventually bought Ironwood and, and just moved everything that was in his Stoneway location over there. And it's a that's why I've been to the one in Stoneway. Yeah a, yeah, a tiny little place, but killer. Yeah, I believe I recorded um, there with Leslie Wood a long time ago. Yeah, nice. man, actually, a lot of really amazing stuff came out of that little room. You used to be able to. He had a, a lot of his two inch stored on site. And you could just read the side mm-hmm. of those boxes, and it was all like pretty much Alice in Chains and Soundgarden, Alice, 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 Soundgarden, 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 Alice, Alice. I remember being in there. Would have been ninety-nine-ish and just being like, Oh my God, man. You know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of yeah, a lot of really cool uh, just the tapes. I don't know how much of that stuff was done there or quickly done there, but and Stewart actually, I think he TM'd and did front of house for Soundgarden for a long time. Um and was in and out. It's it's interesting working with Brett and Stuart and our engineer Sam. They've all been in and around those camps like their whole lives. So if you sit back over a slice of pizza and suddenly it's, you know, like Allison Chains tour stories oh that's cool nice. yeah you know it's so uh, it's been really fun in that regard just working with those guys because you hear all these these great stories about you know these bands that you love and um, but no the, the facility is magnificent um, and you know we I got the material together we got together a couple two three times ran the stuff and then we got together a couple two three times with Brett to, just so he could hip us to trouble spots watch out for this change make sure you're sticking that you know, let's look carefully at, you know, Glenn, you're really rushing in this verse. Sit back behind Louie. All that
1: kind of great stuff that Brett brings to the table. I was drunk. I thought you were German that whole time. Not right. <laughs> hey
2: <laughs> Actually, I'm from Australia. <laughs> 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 but, um, but, yeah, so we had, we had a few of those. And then, bang, we went in and pulled the trigger. And it's just been going so great. So hassle-free. No stress. Just t- It was as fun as it was making the Brody record. It's oh, that's been that, cool, man. Just this great environment. Super relaxed. Everyone's having a ball. And, and then... Uh, you know, Louie and Jeff, like, Brett's just getting to know these guys, and they're they're both just animal musicians. And yeah. so, you know, Brett will just look at me over his glasses and be like, Jesus, dude. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so that's been really cool, as I just sit quietly with my mouth shut and listen to these guys do what they do.
1: Oh, um, sorry, sorry. Oh, nope, oh. Hello. Hello. Uh, hip-hop! Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! stop! stop there we go there we go <laughs> sorry <laughs> i was <laughs> trying to get something ready for that related what
2: getting you're talking ready to about say like uh that's i'm doing that with my thoughts but it was so loud i didn't think you
6: like, <laughs> <my bad. laughs> uh,
2: no. so um the past couple of days i mean a lot of this stuff was built in rehearsal and lance was very much like man i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna add that and layer this lance is the, the guy doing all the keys and stuff on the project and um he got into yesterday bringing all his stuff to life and and We've been able to borrow some really cool stuff via the Pearl Jam guys, like a digital Mellotron, and uh, we're picking up a Nord Stage eighty eight. We've got a Hammond B three there with a Leslie
1: cab. I heard you also borrowed Eddie Vedder, and he hasn't. He just have him locked up. Well, there it, was, in it, a it, trunk. it
2: was honestly a funny story <laughs> cause regarding the digital Mellotron. Um, they have one at Pearl Jam HQ, but they're like, Ed is actually using that and he's doing some demo stuff, but Stone owns one and it's over at Studio Litho if you want to swing by and pick it up. Oh, so it's funny that you Jesus joke about dude. Ed. Because it's like, man, any other time we'd be happy to loan it to you, t- bud. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, oh, dude, so I'm reading this email and I sent it to Lance and he's like, man, this is cool. And I'm like, yeah, Brett, Brett's really taking care of us. And George Webb, uh, Pearl Jam's equipment manager, has just been so sweet. And wow. Re- but really just, oh my God, we're so excited that you're doing yeah. this. How, How can we help? So it's been overwhelmingly cool. Floyd Reitzma over at Studio Litho was mid-session. He had actually spent the night at the studio. He met me first thing in the morning. Uh-huh. You know, big hugs and handshakes. Floyd and I go back almost 20 years. Really talented guy. And just a lot of enthusiasm and what can we do to help. Mm-hmm. So that's been really cool. So we have
1: Lance just
2: decked out. There's a I be- saw some of the
1: pictures, yeah.
2: Oh, it's silly, man. And he, there's this beautiful <laughs> baby grand there. And Lance, tore, he was like, so I've got these ideas. And Brett's like, well, we'll just run a pass and just hear Lance throw this this baby grand at these songs. It's like, oh, my God. Boner's and they, back. They develop a <laughs> bit of an idea and then, bam, we get that going and then... You know, we got into some, some Wurlitzer stuff. If uh, That's the electric piano. Think of uh, Queen's uh, Ooh, You Make Me Live, You Make yeah. Me Live. It's that sound. Um, but is that like, also what Stevie Wonder used for uh, Higher Ground? Probably. That that kind of has that, that wow. The, wah, wah, the wah, kind wah, wah, of squishy. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Um, really, I, I think of that Queen song. It's like definitive. But he, like one of the songs Lance is throwing that in um, is a song that's very slippery in an Alice in Chains way, but has this great Beatles chorus. And he's ping ponging between. You know, Warlitzer Electric Piano to Baby Grand to, and as Lance is building up these layers, I mean, me, Brett, and Sam are in the control room just listening to what is happening with this music. Yeah. And I, I mean, I would just start laughing. <laughs> I would just start laughing like, Jesus Christ, I'm, I can't believe- like
1: My name's attached to this
2: cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, No, man, I, yeah, I, had, yeah. I had hoped to set out and make the, the kind of record I've been wanting to make for a long time. It's gone so far past that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just sitting here in awe of what's happening. And I haven't even started playing guitar or singing yet. You know, the, my scratch tracks are there, so there's enough of the songs to hear. But as Lance is building this stuff and adding, I mean, there's so much dimension and texture. And How I many mean, songs is it going to be? Twelve. Like, um, wow, nice. And yeah, man, I've been trying to explain to people, like, it's, it's, it's Zeppelin, it's Hendrix, it's Robin Trower, it's Pink Floyd, it's Lenny Kravitz, but it's... Now we've got elements of early 70s Tom Petty. We've got Queen elements. We've got Muse, a hint of Muse. Uh, You think about stuff like the Black Keys and Royal Blood. And it's all of those things squished into what is happening. And, man, like, I'm just overwhelmingly, like, excited. And, I, you know, someone had hit me up the other day, like, dude, for all the hype, this better be good. And it was a friendly comment. Yeah, no, I saw the post. It was <laughs> oh, yeah, super, Brandon's yeah. awesome. I love him, yeah, oh, yeah, it was definitely on a playful side. Oh, yeah, it was totally cool. But yeah. I, 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 I told I, him I'm going to kill you. No, yeah, man, I, <laughs> I went on to explain. I, hurt. Hurt. I was like, look, man, it, maybe some of the fans that are, the, the people that are big fans of the mega heavy rock that Windowpane plays might not get this. Mm-hmm. But if you're fans of, and I just started listing bands, like even into Curtis Mayfield and James Brown, I'm like if you like anything like nice. that, you're gonna love this. And that's that's the thing too is Louie, every single song because that was one of my mission. And stadiums, he's a drummer. Well, yeah, Louis Louis
1: Williams is my drummer. We're Facebook friends now. Yeah.
2: Oh, Oh, look at you. Yeah, see, there you go. So I like him now. Social
1: media ing. (laughs) At first, I was like, who is this (laughs) guy? (laughs) And why is he with my Glenn? So much. (laughs) My Glenn. (laughs) Yeah, right. But I I, I started joking about, like. (laughs) He's a beast on the drum. Oh, he's killer. So
2: much rock. And I, I made the joke. I'm like, it's like rock lost the role. Like, it's driving and it's huge. But as far as being able to bob your head to it or tap your foot to it or some girl dancing to it, that doesn't really happen anymore. And it's something, that groove was something I was really starting to miss. Um, even in the music we were making, as yeah. good as it was, I'm like, man, you know, ain't no chick swinging her hips to this. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know.
1: Maybe at Acropolis.
2: Yeah, right? You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, so but every song, even the slower songs, um groove, like bounce and groove and swing. And man, Louie just nailed that. So yeah, I, you know, that's, there's me filibustering about what I'm doing, no, man, but I'm pumped. I'm I pumped am, to hear it. I was excited to begin with. Now I'm literally just, you know, I'll, I'll look at Brett at the end of the day and be like, dude, we're really doing something special. And he's like, I know, mm. you know, it's like, holy S this has taken a whole nother, I didn't expect it to yeah. become this. And it really has. So Super excited, man! Yeah, you know. Of course, Brett's trapped uh, in his area today. He was. I was on the phone with him <laughs> when I showed up here, but I'm leaving here and heading over there. And uh, Lance has been staying in town. Jeff and Louie got their stuff done, and they've been back at home. I think Jeff might come by a little later this week and replace because he, he cut all the bass live, kind of like we yep. did with Jeff Rouse yep. with the Brody record. But there's some stuff he wanted some different flavors on, so he might come back later this week once it's clear, cool. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, do some more, some more bass stuff. But man,
1: it's—I can't wait for people to hear it. I'm it's, excited to hear it's it. It's Just holy yeah. God! You uh, it's funny because we brought up a That's why I found that weird sound that you heard. Because one time I believe it was at of that we recorded, I recorded with uh, Leslie Wood, who is a uh, very talented. She's a misled. I think now they're a band called Skates. Oh, and super dancey, rock kind yeah. of a band. But there, yeah, Leslie was just always a good friend from back in the day, and she was doing something for a police tribute record that she got tapped to be a part of. And so she hit me up, because at the time I was filling in on drums, because she was in between drummers, and she's like, would you mind coming into the studio and doing a version of King of Pain? Yeah. And it's one of my favorite things I've ever recorded. Nice. And I, believe it was, and I found it. It took me a minute, but I found it, uh, and it's on a record called Many Miles Away, and the song is King of Pain, of course. But it's just kind of kind of cool vibe to it, I thought.
2: I like the slower pace right yeah, away. It's yeah. cool.
7: There's a little spot in the sun. It's great,
1: absolutely, and I'm very proud because I had a huge hand in the composition of this, of doing it this way, which was kind of fun.
7: I'm
2: is really digging this. yeah yeah that's but what i we got to the end i'm like ooh ear yeah. candy i <laughs> forgot all about this yeah the ending i was like ooh yeah i mean all that was rad when we got to the end i'm like i'm so glad i'm wearing headphones
6: yes. right now
5: <laughs> cool man what was that
1: oh man this 20 be years like, ago yeah or maybe sometime in the 2000s yeah early no
7: yeah i've studied before in southern foreign the world's turning circles, running around my brain. Cause I'm always that you'll end this rain It's my destiny to be the king of pain.
1: Ooh, I like that. Yeah. A lot of pop was smoked when constructing this
2: song. <laughs> <laughs> this ending reminds me of... Uh stuff off a of failure fantastic planet record oh, okay which is one of my favorite records yeah so that's a big k. Uh, yeah i'm complimenting you that's awesome <laughs> yeah just big and fuzzy and lost yeah it's great it's i'm gonna stop the bomb just now
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i caught myself i could feel ribs eyes thank you me. yeah i love you man yeah, it's like a wall of fuzzy guitars. Yeah. was the last time you listened to Fantastic Planet? My gosh. Dude, it has not lost any of its luster. Yeah? Oh, God. I'll go Put back? it on at some point. Uh, Heliotropic, The Nurse Who Loved Me. i um, even stuck on you, the single, but yeah.
1: that record is so... So All right, I'm going to go back right today and listen to that.
2: Dude, it is so good. And then they went on to do a project. The brothers went on to do a project called Year of the Rabbit. Yeah, I remember Which was that. basically just failure again, in yeah, my opinion. But 100%. Such good stuff. That was a good record. Yeah, I remember hearing stuck on you on the radio. I was living in Florida. That would have been 96, 97. And being like, what is this? Yes. And I went and bought Fantastic Planet. And I'm t- to
1: this day, I'll you, you put it on and day. you're like, yeah. God, this is good. So what I love about this also at the end, it's kind of almost gives me that vibe of um nothing you need on our record. We go full on Faith No More ending, which is piano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everything's fading out. That's cool. It's Leslie could play that piano like incredible piano player.
2: Oh, it's like a semi-out-of tune upright too. Yeah. It's cool. It's vibey as hell.
1: I'm not even positive we recorded at a VAST, but I think we did. I can't remember. It's so long ago. But I, I, Regardless, I, I, thank you for sharing. But I believe it was, at, it was on Stone Way. Yeah, so, yeah. That, that would have
2: been a VAST. Name. Yeah, yeah. A little place right off of Stone Way. Yeah. Smaller, uh, you know, the drum, the live room, the drum room was pr- pretty small. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that made that place dope is Stuart, his outboard gear, all the stuff he had was killer. Yeah. And a lot of what sustained him over the years was some of the best studios in town would say, oh, we need blank, and they would just call Stu. So they would rent stuff from him because he had all the sexy stuff.
1: Was he the Stew in John and Stews? Do you know? I don't know. Okay, I'm not positive. I don't know. I've known no, for so long just as Stuart. I, I honestly John Goodmanson. You know, he had that one studio. It um, may have been, and it used to be John and Stews.
2: It and may I don't be. know. If, I wonder if they like depending kinda, on the era. I, yeah. I don't because Avast was around late '90s. That's when Epic was panned for all of our recordings, and okay. so we were bouncing into whatever studio was available because they'd say give us more and yep. we'd have to find a studio and crank stuff out and
3: Stu hand them Do Hollerman Yes, that's him, dude. Yeah, then it is. Yeah, John and Stu's place. That Whoa. makes
2: sense.
1: Yeah, just yeah. Google it. And Peter Parker recorded at John's place. Oh, John and Stew's, which became the Hall of
3: Justice. Six yeah, degrees yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Kevin Hall Bacon. of Justice recorded yeah, the man. studio.
1: Yeah. How funny. Yeah, John was an incredible. I can only imagine it. the two of them together yeah. must have been like the Wonder Twins. Super talented. Yeah. Super talented guys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Small work, and dude, it is a small. World. You bring up the whole like back in the day of epic screw, you know, all the crap that you guys went through. Yeah. Did, did you get a big smile on your face? I remember you knew the fighting machinists. Hell, I remember seeing the first time I yep. ever saw window pane was when the fighting we used to gig with the machine. You guys played it in the U District. and That's where I first saw you guys. I remember doing a gig with them at a place called Rupert's, where they had a bookshelf that folded down.
3: That was to the Kana place. Stage, yeah. That was the place where I first saw. Wait, a window yep. wait, wait, wait. They had a Murphy stage. Yes, yeah, a Murphy stage. It was a Murphy stage. Hundred <laughs> percent. The place was like
2: it was like a coffee shop slash bar slash bookstore. <laughs> you go in the back. You go in the back, and the stage with the bookshelf would fold down. it's
3: just here you go. I went
1: to go see the fighting machinists because I just got to know those guys, and became friends with them, and they're like, "Hey, we're playing at Rupert's." Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it. Yep. And they were playing. With you guys, and that was the first time that I saw a window pane. And I was like, These guys are badass. Yeah, you were, yeah. you won me over because you were just like losing your mind up on stage, just shredding. Just yeah. shredding. Oh, thanks, man. That was back when it was a three-piece. It was yeah. you, Mark, and uh Mike. That would have been Hector me. Mark, Camp. and Mike Ectern Camp. Yep, yeah. Yep.
2: That was the beginning of the, you know, we fought our way through the trenches forever. Once we got Mike, yeah. um, that's when we started to kind of climb. Into being kind of a known band and doing 100%. well, and I, uh, you like know, you
1: guys, that was the beginning of that. The chapter. Fighting Machinists were also going through the record major label yep. drama. They were signed, I oh. think, to Epic. Uh, oh, if I remember correctly,
2: it, it might have been it might have been
1: Interscope.
2: Oh, you're right, you're right. It and was Interscope. I, as I understand it, they cut like a hundred plus songs for this. Yes, those guys. I've heard most of them, and they're probably killer. They were, and the 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 label still couldn't figure out what they wanted to release or not release. I mean, it was the beginning of a very you know turbulent time in the industry. This was back and when that record labels
1: would show. sign any band that had a buzz because they were afraid another record label That's would right. sign them. Yeah, and sometimes they would never see the light. Like, similar to TV shows have done that in the yep. world of wrestling, that kind of happens right now because there's so many cool indie Epics places. Thing
2: with us when they when they eventually said, "Look, you know, we're you know because we were so cross genre, right? Yeah. We we had a little bit of everything going on." Which I thought was a good thing at the time, but Mm -hmm. um, and here I am right back to that. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) f you, I'll make the record I want to make. But um, fingers in the air, uh, you know. Yeah, you you know, you only live once. Um, But uh, yeah, it was one of those things where they said, you know, look, we're we're going to go ahead and pass. Feel free to shop the material to anyone you want. You can release the material, even though they paid for it. You go ahead and put the record out. Do what you want. The only stipulation is if anyone else decides to sign you, you have to come to us and let us know so we can have first refusal. Mm -hmm. So it's basically we don't think we want you unless anyone else wants you.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's right. like, man, it's like some. Really? Ho- it's like a hot chick being like, I'll know, date yeah. you, uh, but only if another hot chick wants to date you. In in yeah.
4: Like, yeah. Yeah. The,
3: the late 90s and the early 2000s, uh, you guys probably know Artemis, Artemis Records. Yeah. And it was one of those ones where it was if, if if I saw a band on them I really liked, I knew they were only going to get one album yep. because they would scoop them up and they would push out an album because they would think they'd be the new hot thing, and, if and they, they, they would do nothing yep. with them, and then they yep. would just dump them. Yep. And yep. I was just like, oh, awesome! This band is great. Oh, they're on Artemis. Well, I'll get this I, album. Well, and then no, we'll never up, hear them and again. a lot
2: of major labels would do that too. They'd chew up bands and spit them out. They'd like that band. Uh, I remember seeing that band Raw, and they were really cool actually. Yeah. Um, And they had gotten signed to a big deal. And then right after they got signed, their A&R guy and the guy in charge of that division of their label were let go. And another guy was brought in. And that particular guy didn't really believe in the band. And so they went from having a team behind him that was really excited about him. And we're going to push this band to a guy that was like, I don't know about this. And they threw him out on tour and left him out there for over a year. Just on tour with no promotion, no single on the radio, nothing. And I think they, they were, you know, when I talked to the guy, it's like, yeah, it's messed up, man. We're getting no support from the label. We're yep. not getting a radio push. We're just touring endlessly. No one knows who we are. Um, we're in hundreds of thousands and of dollars. And then you get burnt debt. out. Yeah. yeah I mean, it probably destroyed the band. They, they came home broke and got dropped. But, yeah, you know, it's one of those one of those things that happened with deregulation. I try and tell people all the time, like, some really interesting things happened. That perfect storm right around the late 90s, early 2000s. One was yep. deregulation. With deregulation, all the big labels bought up all the little labels yep. and took out the, the you know the widespread you know your access yep. to music. It mm-hmm. all became through these big ones, and then Intercom and Clear Channel kind bought bought up yep. most of your the radio, radio stations. So the mom and
1: pops were gone, um,
2: yeah. and that changed the way DJs could operate yep. and what they could freely play or yep. not play. Hundred percent. And at the same time. This little thing called the internet came along, the Napster, oh, and changed Napster. the way Screwed people access music. Yeah, so the music industry fell in on itself so hard and so fast, and it, and
1: it still hasn't fully figured it out. But no. they're starting to they're understand. Starting to they're starting to embrace the streaming, which is almost like in a weird way, like a. Uh, the, the 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 Napster world was a precursor to what it is now. Yeah. But, but at, at one point they were kicking and screaming and fighting that whole concept and now you have to embrace but dude, it. But dude, and the, the levy had
2: broken. Yeah, it you know, was too late. the valley was flooded. Don't freak out now. Build a mm-hmm. boat. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's that's why a lot of people are like, I can't believe you guys are not signed. I can't believe you guys are on the radio. And it's people just don't understand. What happened to that business model? Deregulation and the internet happened at the same time, and it took it out. It, it was, was the a perfect one, storm. Punch. Oh, dude, Clooney and yep. Wahlberg were on the deck of the SS record label going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and they went right to the bottom of the Atlantic,
1: man. And I bring up the, the machines <laughs> because, if you were watching the Grammys, Phil and Tim Hanseroff, which were the two twin... The Fighting Machinists were an amazing band. They were the two twin brothers. It was a more edgy-sounding third-eye blind. I, I think it would be the best. Yeah. Way. It was almost like Foo Fighters-esque. Yeah, Foo Fighters. Sure. Super right, catchy, yeah. pop-rock, Great hooks, great melodies. Great musicianship. Great musicianship. people. Nice the whole band, were, they, all of them were phenomenal. And they could sing like none other. And they were, it was great. But of course, they got screwed by the record label in the sense that they kept putting and writing and recording, writing and recording. They spent so much time at London Bridge Studios. I remember that was like their home. And I've heard some of the recordings. And they were next level. Killer. Huge yeah. sounding, great songs, ready for the radio. But the label never fully believed in it and never gave them an opportunity. So, of course, that eventually falls apart. The band breaks up. Oddly enough, Phil and Tim and, and, my, and Peter Parker broke up. We started a band together, which not many people know because know we that. never played yeah. a show. Uh, we, were, we started a band. We wrote a few songs. And then they started playing with Brandi Brandy Carlyle. Carlisle. And so their time was getting really busy with that. They even said, hey, man, do you want to see if not maybe playing with us with her? And I'm like, nah, that's fine. It's now looking Whoops. back. Yeah, right. She's winning Grammys. Thank <laughs> God. I think that's great. Oh, dude. Yeah. Good for her. I mean, thank
2: God. because you listen to some of the other stuff. That's up for like new artists, new artists and best new artists. And I'm sorry. It's awful. It's a sequenced auto tuned. It's I'm sorry. I'm I'm not trying to be that old guy or whatever. It's terrible. You listen to that and put it up against a goddamn Elton John song. Yeah. Or even Willie Nelson who can't sing. I don't care. But dude, what? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be old guy, but oh my God. If that's your best new artist, everyone open up a blood vessel. It's over. So here I am watching the Grammys. So congratulations,
1: Brandy Carl. Thanks for saving us. So it's funny because we had this band. We called ourselves the School of Second Chances. It was kind of like a play on the fact that their band broke up, my band broke up. We yeah. stole the line from a, mo- a television show called Boston Public. Oh yeah, a TV show, terrible I show, that but TV show. Yeah, it was about a high school, and it yeah. basically all these like rejects went to that school. Teachers included. It was Stand and, by Me for TV, and they called it the School of Second Chances. Yeah. So oh. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. So that was our band name. We had a few songs written. We recorded a couple songs, like in their little studio, and all that. Kind of stuff, but then it never went anywhere because things got busy with Brandy Carlisle. Which, yeah. no, no, I remember thinking you're picking the wrong ship to <laughs> sail on. I'm not kidding, I'm kidding. I was super happy for that. Oh, she's them. mega talented, and man. Yeah. man, so when I saw them on television. Performing with Brandi Carlisle. and I know that's been some great stuff for Brandi over the years. But that was the first time that I could fully see that moment yeah. on national. I'm TV. sure you lit up, bro. Right? I I got misty eyed. Like sure. I started watering. Like tears came down my eyes because I knew what these guys have been through. No different than like how you've been through that rigmarole. A lot of bands have. So to see these guys who have been completely kicked. Over and over and over Promise by the, the world industry, and, handed nothing. Yeah. and then latch on and do something with Brandy. And honestly, Brandy wouldn't be where she's at without them, no different than without her. She would say the same, yeah. And I know she would because yeah. her biggest hit, oddly enough, and I have to find the recording, was a song that we were working on as our band. See, yeah, which is called The Story, really? which I, I, I'll find it like interesting. This is, and for the longest time, people thought it was a Brandy Carlisle song. Like, she wrote, Like I can't believe she wrote that. I'm like, no, I believe Tim. Or Phil, I can't remember, man. I just want to correct
2: myself quickly because this kind of stuff eats at me, but uh, not Stand By Me. I think I meant Lean On Me. What lean was, On Me.
3: Lean On yes. Me was the Morgan Freeman so, I was, film. I was like, oh, yeah. wait, They found a dead body yeah, at Boston no, no, Public? No, no. Yeah, no, no,
2: Boston Public was, was a like, major right, TV cool. version of the movie Lean On Me with Morgan Freeman, which was an excellent movie. All right, all right, um, right all right, I just wanted to correct myself because I'm a movie freak, and I was sitting over here like, I don't want to interrupt, but this is making
1: me feel insane. <laughs> so this song, I don't know if you, you might not have ever heard of it, but... Mm. I'll pull it ahead. This became her biggest hit because it was on Grade's Anatomy and kind of put her on the map.
3: Uh, Oh.
7: I climbed across the mountain top.
1: This was written by Phil Hanseroth, uh. and I remember being in a practice space. He's like, "Hey, I've got this song," and it was recorded, and it's and he's singing it almost like almost like a joking country song. Like yeah. you can hear him laughing. In the I, I have the I have the, it in there. I should maybe run in while you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'll grab it <laughs> because I did not know anything about Brandi Carlisle. One day I, heard, I hear about her. I'm like, "Oh, it's from Washington." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you that know." Song. Yeah. I forgot that they went and did stuff with her, and I watched the video on VH1. And I'm listening, I'm like, why does this song sound familiar? So and familiar? I was like, holy crap, like I recorded <laughs> drums. <laughs> like this was a this was a song that we were gonna include in our set when we finally yeah. would play a live show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my song. Like there's no like, But it doesn't mean you didn't have a part in it. I mean, I get what you're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this was a song for us that when the, we didn't at some point Brandy must have been like, Do you have any songs that you think would well, work what for you me? Mean of this? Hey, yeah. check this out. And it became a monster hit, yeah, which is so weird. You never know, right? Right, yeah. so I'll find it for next week or at some point, I nice. will play it. But I thought that was kind of cool that I like have this weird connection of yet again, another missed opportunity for me in my life of <laughs> <laughs> coolness. And I'm like, that is so awesome that, like, what was almost a joke, not joke, but a jokingly vibed yeah. country song became that, became yeah. a monster hit by her, and then it got covered by other people, and it's like the song that put her on the map. And so when I saw them up on stage doing a song that is called The Joke and – Honestly, if you haven't heard it, it's like it Killer. was crazy. Yeah. I, I Goosebump City, and just to see these like these I was guys. Glad to see her,
2: you know. It's just good to see her doing well. Yeah, C- compared
1: to what else is out there currently. And I remember seeing her at the like playing in small rooms. Went back to see those guys, because I would Did always she go to even support her
2: a bit back in the day. Yeah. She would
1: do anything. She would She'd go play, out and anywhere. Busker. Yeah, and I remember her covering like Radiohead's "Creep" in her set, and With your clown, you know, boy. saw them a bunch of times because I would always go to support the Twins Peek-a-boo. and just, to see okay. them on that level. That's awesome. And, and I know she gives them so much love. It's not like... Oh, yeah. No. No. I, I heard it was... Recent,
2: um, heard a Stern interview at night. A lot of times when I'm driving, I'll yep. flip over and listen to replays of the Stern show, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a fantastic, and it, she was there with the twins, and I'm like, oh yep. man, so awesome, you know. And yeah, it's tons of love, very, it's a family affair. I think yep. they all live within a couple miles of each other at I'm this not point surprised. on kind of this ranch property, yeah. But it's literally a family affair, and yeah, she's it, it's cool, yeah. You just hear the vibe of it all, and I'm like, oh man, I'm just so happy for those, you TVs. know. I remember jamming down the hall from them at Hush, like, hey dude, where are you playing? this weekend we'll yeah. come up and drink a beer yeah. you know and then talking to them about like yeah man we just keep tracking stuff and they just keep throwing it on the shelf we don't know what the hell's going yeah on. and we were just getting into our oh, we're doing a development thing with epic man and it's been like that too and they're like what you give them music they say we like it give us more and i'm like yeah yeah we did that for a year yeah you know we love it give us more well tell me i got to a point where I was like tell me what you want and i'll write it yeah, just tell me what you want and I'll write it for you, man. I am not trying to sound cocky. Just tell me what you Help want. Help me.
1: Help me so I can We stop want something
2: stuff. that's reminiscent of this. Great. I'll go make that for you now so we can start moving forward and okay. you just you never got that feedback.
1: Yeah. You know? I do. I have like I have so many burnt CDs of fighting Machinist stuff that they would give me and like, you know, it was just it one was of It was things. over
2: 100 songs that oh, they it, did.
1: It, dude, was it was well was over ridiculous. 100. Yeah. So I'm I'm I, long story short with that. I was just so happy to see it's uh, awesome. those guys Winning a Grammy on television and being considered the the the, the yeah. moment that stole the show, where like. Pop stars and rap stars and other types of stars are all standing up giving them a standing ovation because that's real like, I I, I'm, I'm sorry, man, man. but it's, it's because real that's stuff. real music. It is that's real
2: music It's not some really and I'm not trying to sound like an a-hole But some really pretty very talented girl dancing around to a play track right. with a headset mic on and an auto-tuned voice And I'm not trying to slam this individual as an artist mm-hmm. I'm just saying that what you just played is real people real performances, it's not 10 producers that got together no, to write it's a It's pretty hit.
1: raw sounding it when
2: is, you think about it's it. It's people making music the way music used to be made, and that's the stuff that's timeless. A lot of the stuff that's being championed and popularized these days, not all, but a lot of it, is not gonna last, because it is like a bubbleicious commercial. Yep. It's <laughs> like that, it's it's on level with that. It's like a goddamn used car commercial, and you love it, and you buy the car, and the car breaks down, and you buy another one. It's, mm-hmm. it's not gonna... People are still going to be jamming Bob Dylan records a hundred years you from You feel now. the emotion. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're not going to be playing some of this other Dude, stuff.
1: I'm, I'll say this with complete... Con- this song alone, like if you really pay attention to the lyrics, and I think it might be something about maybe her back in her day, maybe inspired for when she you know first maybe came out and, and had to let people know that she was gay and just how people would be rude or wrong and terrible. And I'd imagine that had something to do with maybe the lyrical inspiration, but really it's for anyone that's been viewed differently by others and maybe made fun of it for that mm-hmm. the whole point of the song is yeah people are gonna try and kick you down but at the end of the day the joke's on them Yeah, and I, I mean I truly do believe that p- this song will probably cha- change some people's perspective and maybe even save some lives just right. like just the vibe of it like when you hear it just the power of her voice and the lyrics it's
7: your brother's world for a while longer you gotta dance with the devil on a river to beat the stream Call it living a dream Call it kicking the ladder They come to kick dirt in your face To call you weak and then displace you Have After carrying your baby on your back across the desert I saw your eyes behind your hair And you're looking tired You don't burn scared
1: Up, man, yeah, really okay. good yeah. stuff. I even saw yeah. Kathy Moore, who plays with uh, Jeff Rouse, yeah, and a lot of his projects. Incredible guitarist, oh, keyboard player, singer. Yeah, yeah. Kathy's remarkable. Does talented. it all? Yeah. And I even saw she posts on Facebook. So I'm like, I've listened to the joke twenty times today. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I'm not the only one because yeah. <laughs> I've listened to the song I repeat since the Grammys. So freaking good. Her voice is so perfect on the damn song. It's great. So, <laughs> nice. congrats to Brandy Carlo. Yeah, Make Ravensdale, yes. Washington proud. Yeah, save us. Yes, <laughs> yes please. <laughs> save us. <laughs> Give us hope for music. Yeah. It was great. Why don't we do some voicemails, emails, and text messages before we wrap things up? It's one of
6: these mails. Shout me. From Brandi to It's just a bit of a transition. perfection. It's perfection. That said, I love this, right? I wonder how the is doing. Stop. I think the hands is doing okay. Stop. Yes. Stop.
1: You know what? Yes. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'll go grab that that story you know, thing so you can hear it real quick. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back, and then we'll do it. Do you
2: think this. Ziggy named his child Gahans? Right?
3: You know what? At the very least, it has to be a nickname, and no one's going to get it. And it's going to be one of those nicknames where it's going to be like, it's like, why do you call him Gahan? And it's going to be, Ziggy's going to have to come to a point where it's like, do I try to explain? this or is it just a thing <laughs> do you think ziggy and his wife had a big fight
2: <laughs> over i want to name the child <laughs> uh, go what you're no Gahan. not because of that stupid show it's not stupid those guys are awesome they're idiots they are idiots. we're not naming out child idiots. gahans i can't even remember the child's gender <laughs> But the cool thing is, (laughs) Gahan's is is genderless and timeless, you know? It's true. Like, if someone said, these these are the dead Gahan's scrolls, you'd be like, of course they are. (laughs) This is the Shroud of Gahan's.
3: (laughs) Shroud of Gahan's. Oh, no, watch out. Hurricane Gahan's is coming. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, wouldn't that be awesome? (laughs) It kind of works. And we could do the song,
2: like the Soundgarden parody, Gahan's all over. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to do a uh, You're going to have to do a song For Gahans Gahans
2: all over
5: <laughs> Oh my oh, god Gahans across America Perfect Yeah 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 We just spent the time that Filling amazing. it with Gahans That is
7: so
2: awesome
3: <laughs> We
7: almost uh, made an entire oh, song Oh what was the
2: hoodie And the blow Hold Gahans, Oh that works Hold, too. hold my baby hands. Nice. Hold my
1: Gahans <laughs> so,
2: what, so what back
5: missed, Steve uh, all over.
1: oh gosh that's awesome so again to go back to that little story about Brandy Carlton oh, this man. was the song again that's like the big hit so this is the story again when Steve worked on it it was called Gahans it was called no Hand."
6: <laughs> so that's
1: the song that everybody knows so now I want to play you the version that was originally done by Phil as a demo that eventually was going to lead to a song that we were working on uh, right here okay this is so different it's 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 kind of funny but to it's hear. the
2: song
5: it's yeah all of these lines across my face tell you the story
1: No, that a, that's nice. the original awesome. version of that the song so that became sweet. a giant the, hit the inside moment yeah right how <laughs> many people know that I remember I played it once for someone who was a huge Brandy Carlisle fan and at first she did not believe me well, did like, you hear no her? no this she is it. wrote the song I'm like no yeah I mean yes no like it's her song she, it's their she song she popularized the song but, but he yeah. it, I mean if you look it up online it will song credits to Phil Hanser off it's not mm-hmm. her and then of course I, I grabbed that and I found uh, a couple of the songs that were recorded just to give you an idea of what we were doing This one's kind of fun.
2: This reminds me of The Machinist. Yeah, yeah. Dan Wiggs. Yeah. <laughs> Another band that too few people know. So good. I mean, the gentleman album is just oh. the gentleman record's the one. And 1965. I'll give you that. And you yeah. know the one uh, the one they just came out with like four or five years ago. Very good. It's really good. Yeah. But for me it's the, the gentleman album was the one where I was like, i need to buy that record and I bought it and top to bottom. It was yeah. like,
1: oh my god, yeah, Ge- this the gentleman is good. records the one of
6: the greatest oh, records. My god. Ever. Yeah,
2: Dolly, yeah. So much vibe and attitude and just it's like audio sickness. Cause that yeah. album's basically all about
6: <laughs> like, being a
2: dirtbag dirt junkie. Dirtbag yeah. junkie, you know, just and just banging bitches. And just God <laughs>
1: almighty. <laughs>
2: but you listen to it and you're like,
1: whoa, this is dark and, I find, and yeah. honest and maybe a bit <laughs> much. Yeah, I, I, I want to find one of their songs because I mean that, that one
2: song I warn you, if cornered. I'll claw my way out of this pan. Yes.
1: Dude, the lyrics to that song, you're like, whoa. I was obsessed with that record for the longest time. God, that record's good. I mean, every gentleman, yeah, there it is. You play the
2: opening track on the record that starts with that subway, you can hear the subway clacking away, and then just that
1: super, yeah, just play that. Oh, yeah, this is such a good God,
2: song. listen such... to the lyrics. It's so, and the vocal performance is, it's like this guy grabbed you and like, let me tell you a story, man. One of he's the not songs, he's singing at you. He just... warns
1: ladies because he has a D for a brain. Yeah.
2: And it's like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah.
1: I got a is D for a sweet? brain and
2: my brain is going to sell my ass to
1: you. Yes. Yeah. Oh is that God, be sweet Good, dude. Yeah, I think it's be sweet We'll have to listen to that one, too. We're not even going to do any emails. <laughs> Just gonna listen to music and be. Hey, nerds. listen. Maybe we're helping someone out
2: right now. If you haven't heard this, this is amazing.
1: Oh. I give that some juice. I don't want to touch your knob. <laughs> when it comes to the Afghan wigs, you can touch my knob. Love this album the way I do is, I, would, no, like, <laughs> legit, I would like listen to this album and Pretend that I was Greg Dooley And like play along oh, to it And dude. sing along Like wow, as If, like, if nice. I was going to ever be in a band And had an opportunity to perform in front of people this I would want this record yeah. From beginning to end to be that, that performance I'm with that This it's is one so of those good. This album's one of those Uh
2: Lights Off, Phone Off the Hook, yep. Headphones, Do Not Bother Me records. You just press play
1: and everyone F's off. It's a record at least a couple times a year I need to listen to from beginning to end. Because then after this song, you're like, okay, this is the mood that it's going into, and then this is the next song that it kicks into, just the vibe. Yeah, the, the way it starts with the drums. Wow. So good. The way you guys just like synced in with yeah, that. the stereo Great. now yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. There's, there's he so just much. said it. he's like now what year did this come out oh man uh this came out in 1993 damn all right yeah but uh this is the song i believe this, yeah yeah dude this song i'm i'm hoping that we don't have to bleep too much from it but we might have to i got my pen ready <laughs> i think using the word the d words fine there's, all right whatever <laughs>
6: Let me tell you about myself. I got a dick for a brain, and my brain is going to sell my ass
2: to you. <laughs>
6: okay.
2: There's an F bomb coming up.
6: But in time, I find out I'm, gonna try I'm
2: stuck. Here we go.
6: She wants love, and I still want to. <laughs> yeah yeah. Great, thanks
2: Uh-oh. And listen to the way The band comes in It just falls in On the song The guitar
1: <laughs> Oh yeah Right It just sounds tortured Listen to this next band It's just tortured
6: So good This song would and
1: this fit in just fine in a Brody set I was Wait, just oh thinking my God, yeah,
6: Lyrically
2: song, It's like Lee I- I'm sensing Travis Brock uh, Rocked in these lyrics oh, Sorry right? Travis
1: Yeah I would love to cover this oh, oh, There's a couple on this right Yeah true we should just start an afghan weeks cover band for just this record
5: i'm sure (laughs) i'm not
6: yeah listen to this
1: i got goosebumps right now right (laughs) yeah the guitars are incredible (laughs) on this album (laughs)
3: Clem's over here doing like Let magic, like <laughs> movements, <laughs> like David Blaine stuff. As the as the, as the music is going, the guitar, it's just the guitar feedback ends like an ice pick. Yeah, and the song
2: feels like an ice
1: pick. Like what? What are you thinking when you're in the studio and you're listening to Greg do these vocals? If I'm in the band, I'm like, my God, what the hell well, do we have on like, our Dude, hands? I
2: want to make people. I'm uncomfortable, and I want people to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then this thing opens up like a flower right here yeah
6: blossoms (laughs)
1: One of those records that if i needed to explain this on why i love music i'd just be like here listen to this album from beginning to end and i think you'll understand
2: is that song called jail it goes down every night
1: this, this is what jail might be is like what
6: jail
2: is really
6: like what jail is
2: like yeah
1: the uh, uh oh god <laughs> this is such a <laughs> 90s alt rock sounding Dude, production yeah. too Listen it, to the words, man. It's literally my favorite time for music. I agree. Oh, it's such a great time 70s and 90s are the best time ever for music, I if you ask me. I
6: will scratch my way out of Japan. Why am I an animal to cluster? Listen to the words in the delivery. think I'm scared of girls. Well, baby, but I'm I'm afraid of you You wanna scare me? Then you'll cling to me no matter what I do I'll Tell you a secret that's shared in me You're once or twice I loved her, she loved me We slept together a couple of times Think i am proud of this? Well maybe the shame you never lose, Infatuated with oh, a lunatic, and cornered by the moon. and it goes down every night, this must be what jail is
1: now you made that connection from that school of second Chances song it's like those weird breakdowns
2: oh, it's yeah, like that man. moment right there yeah they, the band just the chorus just falls back on the piano part
4: mm-hmm. it's, it, so it's good. like
2: it's it's so um you think about s- such music so a lot of music's very intentional and i mean all that's intentional but the thing about a lot of that record is it sounds like the music just falls on itself it yep. falls on itself and fall- it's not structured it's not direct it's not immediate it's concise it is like
1: falling, and they it, capture it. Like it's, it's, it's fun so watching you, mighty, like sing along and geek out to it. Because I'm like, no. I, like, like I, it's funny every once in a while we have these moments where I'm like, did I totally get why Glenn and I are friends and why <laughs> oh, yeah. we like playing music together because yeah. you have the same out there albums that god that if, record's it, like a bible in my man. opinion it's like if you have never heard it you need to and if you have you get it yeah like i remember sergeant hair club about a year ago says hey man i just got i finally listened to an afghan wigs record it was their newest oh, record it's and, good. I was, and i was like he's like I, what do you know about afghan wigs i'm like do you have them in incredible. Yeah. and i went on and on and on i go but first before you do anything else you need to listen to gentlemen like you just need to and you listen to it. he's like okay He's like, I cannot believe I slept on this band. Dude. And then like the
2: one Amazing. I, think, I think. But it was so raw. And I think at the time, even Dully like intentionally be like, I don't care if my voice is pitchy. This is supposed to feel imperfect. Right. If it doesn't sound. You feel emotions. It, it needs to sound tortured. And if it doesn't sound tortured, then F you. I don't care if you like my music or not. And that's why I love Afghan Wigs and love Greg Dully. But at the time, you think 93. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm obviously a huge Pearl Jam fan, but the world is reacting to Pearl Jam, right? Yes. And they're reacting and to Nirvana. Mm-hmm. And it, so you give them that, and only, you know, the darkest of us or whatever, we're like, have you heard this band? And right, and like, in my eyes, this album yeah. was right
1: up there with 10. Dude, I'll, yeah. I'll buy that. I, yeah.
2: Well, to this day, I listen to that album more than I listen to 10. I well, would agree. Mainly because Versus became my favorite Pearl Jam album. We could really get it You and me both, <laughs> do, you have it,
1: do you have it on vinyl. I, do, well, I don't have a turntable. I okay, gave well, all my vinyl away. If you ever Here's, do again, I have two copies because I did ago. not realize I already bought Versus on vinyl. <laughs> well, I was like, I need to own this on vinyl, 20,
2: and I bought it again. My I've wife has now got this thing. Albums. Dude, she's got this thing in her head where it comes summertime. She wants to get a turntable because she wants to start taking motorcycle trips to uh, oddball record stores out in the States. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. And collecting vinyl. And score
3: and see yeah. what you can
2: find. Yeah. So my bride brings that up, and you talk about, like, Yes, please. God, did I marry the right woman? Yeah. Is she really this cool? Are you or messing is this with a me? Government plan to get me killed? Like, what is going on? That's, here? You're
1: going to Roswell? There's no
2: way she's that rad.
1: This was another song. I love like, you, honey. That it's just like it just punches you like with just the energy. And it was I think it was their single along with gentlemen. Oh yeah, oh, that bass
2: line, that bass. Line. Well, listen to the way the guitar comes in. It comes in like a ghost into the room. Listen to the way this guitar line comes in. It's amazing.
1: That dirty bass right there, too. Just enough right, right distortion.
6: here. So good. And again, listen to the lyrics and the delivery. I'm not the man my actions would suggest. A little boy, I'm tied to you. I fell apart. That's what I always do. And okay, listen to this. This ain't about regret My conscience. Can't
1: Had to go to a therapist, he could just be like, Tell us what's going on just in your world. Play this record. I feel like this today. <laughs> right. Here, let's listen to this record, take some notes,
2: and I think we're good. Well, I, you know, you hear this band, and it's so rough around the edges and just. And I remember this video, I think it was like this weird residential neighborhood with like yeah. parties and stuff happening in houses in the background. But Greg Dully's walking down the street in like this $3,000 suit with a cane, yeah. just spitting these lyrics at the camera. And I'm watching that going, this is all things cool. What? Like, <laughs> Awesome. And Thanks you guys, for this, man. I'm going to yeah. get into the studio today on fire. Yeah, like, I'm this is so amped up right, right now. I'm bouncing around in my like, seat. I want to write a song
1: right now. God, my,
2: my biggest regret is that album's not in my vehicle currently, because I'll, <laughs> I'll leave here. It'll be like being taken <laughs> off the needle. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: Well done. How do we get on Afghan wigs? Uh, that School of Second Chances song that I was playing. Yeah. Oh, this, this shiny, man. Man. Yeah, this song. <laughs> <from that. laughs> Here's another one. I found uh, all three of yeah, our... Yeah, Dully,
2: Dully did some stuff on the first
1: Foo Fighters record with Dave yeah. Grohl.
2: A lot of he people did, don't know that.
1: Him and Chris Omoselka, the only two guys ever yeah. on that, that weren't Dave Grohl.
2: Yep. And um, also, if you remember the song Backbeat, or the yep. not song with the movie... With Dave well, Grohl and drums. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, But it was the story of... What was that his name? Stuart somebody. He was the original bass player in the uh, Beatles, but he fell in love with that chick and he quit the band. And Stephen Dorff played him and it was a phenomenal movie. But they needed a rough and tumble Raw Beatles band. And yeah, they got uh, Dave Grohl and Greg Dully was all the John Lennon stuff. Yep. And they played all these Beatles songs, but it was supposed to be them in the early club years, like in Hamburg and stuff. Okay, yeah. And it's it's Beatles, but super
3: raw. The soundtrack, and is it's awesome. killer. Awesome. It is so good, man. <laughs> yeah, and again, I love watching YouTube nerd out. <laughs> oh, like, that's it's what I'm so saying, amazing. Dude. Hey, buddy. <laughs> we were like, honestly. love you over there, man. Did <laughs> you to hug. We,
1: we were living parallel lives. I'm telling you. Of, man. of obsession over some weird,
3: unique rock songs, dude. Well, yeah. that's it's, like it's fun to have a friend that you can do that with. I had a friend in the we're early. Were you when I was a
2: teen? I'd be right? less depressed. It's nice to have that connect, like Lance and I. There's a lot of stuff we've, and I didn't even realize how much. Everything from like Massive Attack, the Mezzanine album. Ooh,
3: that's God, a, that's like, a good. And one. We started yeah.
2: talking about. Uh, oh no, that.
3: Thing. I mean, everyone's heard Angel, but I love that um, album.
2: I'm like so fired up. Remember I remember more even, Chiba. Um,
3: I remember more Chiba. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, no, come on, man. Female singer, and it's like trip-hop.
3: Massive string. attack. Uh, no. oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. Portishead. Portishead. Yes. Yep. So
2: Lance starts talking about Portishead, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, really? And he starts playing the stuff on Rhodes. I'm like, oh my God, dude, we're like musical soulmates, yep. and we're going <laughs> on this journey. And then we land on the Radiohead OK Computer album, uh-huh. and Lance grabs a guitar and starts playing all the stuff note for note. Fantastic. And I'm like, dude. You and I probably should have been making music together 15 years ago. Because it's like what we're going through we right now. We have had house, the coolest the, band ever. Yeah, <laughs> L- Lance and I literally are drinking from the same well. Like, yeah. oh, you're kidding. And he, I don't even know those songs. He's like, oh, dude. And he starts playing, you know, like subterranean homesick alien perfectly. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, You know, yeah, yeah. Dude, I it's wanted exciting. nothing more it's than to exciting, be in,
1: a, in an Afghan wig style band back in those days. Like, uh, I was like, if I could just play drums and be in a band like that, that would be next level. Well,
2: it was so raw and so honest and so direct and so unflinching. And you hear Dully and his voice is pitchy and all. Yep. But that's the thing is, it's not like someone's singing you a song. It's like someone grabbed you and said, sit down. I need to sit. Think. At this bar and I have yeah, a story. I'm going to confess. Yeah. And I'm going to confess now and I'm going to be intense about it. And I hope you can handle that. Yeah. And 45 minutes later, you're like, damn, bro. Thanks for sharing. (laughs)
6: Uh I'll I'll buy the next round. I'll
2: buy the next round. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing, oh, amazing. Man, that's awesome!
1: Okay. Oh, this is one other one that's always
4: fun. Okay. Yeah, I <laughs> no, I I'm amped.
1: Deep I'm super okay. amped, man. I'm yeah. so wound up right now, uh, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be listening to the Afghan weeks today. That's uh, for sure, bro, dude. Everyone's Damn. gonna listen
2: to this episode and be like, "I hate this band." What are those guys freaking
3: <laughs> right, out? When's
2: right? freaking out like he just discovered
1: fire? You or know? Like, what someone, the hell? Someone's like, "I'm the guy. I'm the girl that Greg Dooley was singing oh
3: about." My oh my god, you can you, bastards! Can you guys do an Afghan Wigs cover band and call it Afghan Wigs? Please. Like, seriously, please. Come on. Come on. Just one album. That album. Just, just do it. it. Just cover <laughs> it. Afka Hand Wigs. We just
1: got to find any song that has the word hand in it as well. And that
3: <laughs> That's in what
2: there. I'm saying. Who uh, Hootie the Blowfish, hold my kahans. Yep. <laughs> Soundgarden, kahans all over. Afka hands. The wigs. infamous, uh, what was it? Was it Farm Aid or was it AIDS? Uh, I can't Hans remember Hands Across which, America. Kahans Across America. <laughs> 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 it's so <laughs> stupid. It just oh, might work. Hands Across <laughs> America. Oh, All right.
1: man. Let's check out. Uh, we got an email. Uh, oh, the gets oh. at gmail.com. <laughs> <All> our <laughs> listeners hate us now. <laughs> Too bad. We're having fun. Uh, this one's from uh, Danny. He says, Migs, how do I get one of those Migs stink shirts? LOL. Love you, bro. But that shirt rules. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. From Danny. Uh, good news. I, I just set up a Pro Wrestling Tees shop. Nice. Because every wrestler. Oh, so
2: you had... and I can get our Migs shirts now? Right. Do you have one yet? I do not to, have I'm one. I'm ordering,
1: dude. <laughs> pro yeah. Wrestling Tees, and that's T E E S dot com Mm -hmm. slash I'm Steve Miggs or if you just type Steve Miggs in your search file I have four different shirts up there for sale so honestly dude if you're a listener and you've uh, it's the Miggs versus the world of wrestling logo and then it's the regular Miggs wrestler shirt and then the one with the verified check mark, and then the one that says "Mig stinks." <laughs> so you have your choice. You can pick your any style of shirt that you want, and all that good stuff. <laughs> Hit me up privately, Rev. Tell okay. Me,
2: tell me what size you are, what shirt you want. It's on me, dude. Oh, nice, Seriously. nice, nice. Yeah, because we're, we're doing this. killer yeah. Nineteen
1: ninety nine for oh, a shirt. Oh, see, that's nice.
2: that's done deal. Just tell nice. me size and the and
3: the, the big style. Big man with that big Uber money over there. Yeah. No, it's not like that. <laughs> Actually, my, money.
2: My bank account's uh, my bank account's a little sweaty, but um, you know, uh, <laughs> like Michelle be. hooked on. And I up uh, with that the delicious evening oh, at the yeah. so you know man I mean it's a T shirt but uh, to me there's going to be oh, that'd be dope I yeah, got I got to throw some right. stuff your way home nice, so man. yeah
1: I'd love to do that for you brother plus it'll make me look yeah. good that I've sold some shirts right now I've only <laughs> sold one shirt and that's to myself granted <laughs> I haven't promoted it but I bought <laughs> I was like I'm gonna have to buy my own shirt so <laughs> tell us all one more time pro wrestling tees dot com slash I'm Steve Miggs or just type Steve Miggs when you go to pro wrestling tees you'll find the link and it's got the four different styles of shirts that I have available. I picked the lowest price point that they let me pick because I was like, I don't want to make people go up pay an arm and a leg, huh? uh, which is $19.99, Or you could, It'll show you all these different things. You could have different sizes, different shirt styles, long sleeve, shirt sleeve, That's or great. tank tops. But That's yeah, great.
2: that'd be awesome if people could buy some. I got a feeling the- you'll see three because when Tawny finds out I'm buying and I want Yeah. She, she's, she wears her MIGS cast tee all the time. To this nice. Day. Dude, man, it's one of those things like, I'm laying in bed, and she'll come in out of the bathroom usually, right? So her hair's down and kind of messy, and she's wearing her gray MIGS cast T-shirt. Nice. And, and usually just like some little boy shorts with the shirt's so big on her that it's just legs. It just legs. looks like a skirt. Yeah. And <laughs> I look at her in the doorway, and I'm like, God damn, I love you. You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> man? Like,
3: it's just, yeah. So, it's so badass. Yeah, thanks oh, for that T-shirt. Oh, man. That MIGS stinks one. I just pulled it it's up. Rad. That looks really cool. Can like, you swing yeah, that they, around, they, Rev? They, well, let's see if this works. The green font. That
1: is so it's like cool! It's spray painted on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. All yeah. These are graffiti great, style. How about my bio? Did you see my bio? It's no. fantastic. Wrestler, radio dude, podcaster,
5: Steve Miggs. Like you
1: look at some people's bio pages, like tw- twelve sentences. I was like, whatever. Steve's like, let me let me trim the fat off this for you. It's like, <laughs> what's the what's your Bruiser Brody uh, bio? I had to send one to the Steel Panther guy. We are from uh, what was it? We're from Seattle, and we're loud, we're loud F. <laughs> <laughs> they probably loved it, right? Because I'm thinking, you know, who really? Wants to know the full story. <laughs> when you when you get to a certain point, like people yeah. might be interested. But yeah, I, I love your.
2: I see that Brody bio pop yeah. up, and I'm like,
1: yeah. and, <laughs> and it's <laughs> And it, on a local level, then I'll put, like, who are the members of the band and where they're from. Because that's interesting to someone who's, who knows the music scene. Yeah. But if you're from, like, California and you, you don't, don't know us, yeah. we're from Seattle, Seattle and without a Z.
3: And if you guys are a part of the MIGScast Facebook page, uh, the group page, I just posted it up there, too. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, so well you'll probably have more than one by the end of the day. Now I'm a professional
1: wrestler. I was excited <laughs> that they accepted me because you have to have a certain number of followers on your social media verified? or you have to drop X amount of money. Do you need to be verified? No, you don't. But being verified, <laughs> since you are, I got I got accepted like in twenty minutes. I know people have waited like days.
2: Oh, they wrote me back in twenty minutes.
1: Like, yep, you're good. Send us your designs. Aren't I was like, you
2: local yeah, celebrity Steve Minks? Yes, I am. <laughs> now you know. Yeah, you guys can gently kiss the area between my exit and my phallus, and mm. it fits in
1: perfect for my local celebrity <laughs> nice, character. Nice. That I know that it's going to probably upset some local wrestlers. That I have a pro wrestling tee shop probably before them. But it falls Just remind them that
2: you're verified, bro. That's, right. that's what happens when you're a
1: verified local celebrity. <laughs> ah, you get these options. That's right. Things get handed to you. Just kidding. <laughs> they handed to you. They're handed to it's you.
2: hand, man.
1: And don't forget, on the 24th in Everett, uh, your local celebrity will be wrestling at the Normana Lodge once again. Wrestling! And that's on a Sunday for Without a Cause Wrestling. That's going to be a fun one because Joey Ryan's going to be there, the King of Dong style. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Strickland. <laughs> and so many more. It's going to be a lot of fun. Get your tickets before they sell out. Just go to Without a Cause on Facebook, you could find out where you could get brown paper tickets and all that good crap. Yeah. Yeah. Hands, <clears throat> Get my shirt. Make me feel special. <laughs> that would be awesome. Just over here with that puzzled look
2: on my face, because I'm trying to think of more songs with the word hands in the title <laughs> for Kahans, because we could do a whole Kahans album, man. Right. <laughs> you know? Burden in my
1: hand. Uh, Burden in
2: my
5: hand. Oh, Cahan. yeah. <laughs> 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 the yeah, the Burden g- <laughs> <laughs> so, We
1: got an email from Dan. Hold on, Question for Mr. Cannon. I've been try- trying really hard to get motivated to continue playing guitar and improving. I just don't have the drive that I used to have anymore. Any advice on how I can stay focused and improve? Thanks and stay positive, bitches.
2: Well, start by, you know, you're going to want to really exercise and break in your hands. <laughs> 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 Sorry, man. I was desperate, man. Um, oh, so stay in motivated. Here, here's the thing. When you're first starting out, and I, I always used to tell people, and I still tell people, but when I used to teach, I'd tell people the human hand is not designed to do what you're going to ask it to do as a guitar player. Um, piano's laid out in front of you. Your hand does that naturally. It doesn't mean your hand can't do it, mm-hmm. but by design, wasn't intended to do, make those crazy shapes and with accuracy, and then the strings buzzing because you're muted. It really wasn't designed for that, but you it, it can be used for that. There's a huge problem porn joke just waiting to happen with that (laughs) huge hands you know
1: ladies like like those big hands that
2: exit only portal there can be used for other purposes it wasn't designed for it but uh if you ask actress (laughs) anyway (laughs) uh yeah so dude i get it can be like frustrating right because you watch these guys even on youtube like here's three easy chords and you watch them do it and you're like wait what How did that guy do that that fast? It's ridiculous. And you sit there and you try and it's like wearing mittens and trying to work a remote control. It's terrible, right? Um, What I would say is try and find a couple very simple songs that you like that are good songs. Like some of my favorites along those lines would be like Jane Says or Tom Petty's Free Falling. Jane Says, I think it's two chords. Tom Petty's Free Falling is three chords. And learn those songs. And by learning a song, now you're not just practicing this thing or practicing that's scales. Yeah. You're not making music when you're practicing scales. I know a lot of guys that can shred on guitar yet can't play, if that makes sense. Um, learn songs so that you're engaged, so you're doing something and you're enjoying something. And, and pick simple songs you can play. When you get into bar chords, when you start learning your your bar chords, um, a great one to learn that's really cool is Allison in Chains' Rooster. Um, even uh, No Excuses is all bar chords With the open B and E uh, huh. ringing open So learn Now you're just holding a bar chord shape Which is going to be painful at first But you're going to hold that shape And you're going to move that shape around And learn to move that shape around with accuracy Playing uh, some of the best songs ever written But simple songs
1: And so, fun that now you're like Hey I know how to play this song
2: yeah, I'm playing mm-hmm. a song yeah. Learn Guns N' Roses Patience It's It's a handful of chords Maybe five chords but do stuff like that, so you're not just practicing your G shape and practicing your she and practicing your major scale. That's awful. That's algebra. That's mathematics. You you're, you're touching the instrument because you want to make music. So that's my advice: is learn a couple songs that you like that are simple. And once you've learned them and can play them, you'll get into a headspace and entertain yourself. Even if you play Jane says. 10, 15, 20 times in a row. I know I used to do that stuff. I would learn a song and sit in my room and play it over and over and over. I still
1: do it to this day. I'll, and Dan, if you have a girlfriend or a wife, so she's going to love it if you'd play it over
4: yeah, and over
2: yeah, and yeah, over that, and, that, and there's, over. there's truth in that. <laughs> but anyway, that's my advice, man, is instead of learning to play the guitar, learn to play music, bro. A lot of musicians make that mistake. A lot of guitarists make that mistake. And that's why you got all these guys that can really shred and they've got amazing technique and they can't play a goddamn 12 bar blues shuffle to save their life because they learned to play guitar and didn't learn how to play music. So learn to play music, dude. Um, some of cool. the most some of the most talented musicians in the world were not Ingvae Malmsteen. There were guys like Kurt Cobain. He learned some bar chords and some open chord yep. voicings, and he started writing songs. And look at what we got because of that.
1: That's my example so, all the time. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm a Kurt Cobain, not an Ingvae Malmsteen kind Dude. of guy. You know and, what I mean? And, he and, plays and, with know, heart, not maybe with talent or not not, not talent, yeah. not with techni- technicality. He plays with heart. And there's there's just nothing wrong with admiring a guy like well maybe admiring
2: a guy like Ingvae. But if you want a guitarist for the sake of guitarism. Steve Vai's mind-blowing. You listen to it, and you go, how is that guy even doing right. that? with his Satriani. And that's amazing. That's exciting. That's cool. And that's, but if you listen, Vai and Satch are making music. Yep. You know, Eric Johnson is making music. Shredding for the sh- sake of shredding isn't making music. So, the, yeah, that's, again, circling back to don't learn to play the guitar, man. Learn to play music. And you'll find you'll be more motivated to pick it up because you're getting pleasure out of it. It's not like
1: sitting down to do algebra homework. I say, um, Dan, you have homework. You have to leave us a voicemail <laughs> of
2: you playing.
1: Jane says, "Yeah,
2: unless you hate that song." What Jane says is G and A, and if you can move comfortably between those two chords and not come out of pocket, it'll, it'll teach you how to count, how to groove, how to sit behind the pocket, how to feel your way through a phrase. Um, you know what I mean? Like, and that, even if you're if you're more advanced, if you're into guitar solos, like one of the things I did in my youth was I sat down with the Dire Straits Dire Straits album. And I picked apart every guitar solo note for note, bend for bend. And I learned to do all that super tasty Mark Knopfler stuff. Hmm. I didn't practice playing scales fast. I didn't sit there and try and learn to go wheelie, 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 wheelie. Mm-hmm. I learned how to bend the way David Gilmore bended because he'd grab one note and pull it up and then pull it again. And God damn, he's making music. So, you know, if you're more of a lead guitar player, Um, You know, don't start out with a guy like that's playing a million miles an hour on his older records like Kurt Hammett or something, for example, or even some of the slash solos, which are phenomenal, but pretty damn fast and very challenging. Find stuff that teaches you to bend in pitch or bend with soul or move around within a phrase. Even a couple B.B. King licks or Robin Trower never really played much, but that was part of the beauty of his playing. Learn a couple Trower licks and get good at them and play them in phrase and bend in pitch and bend with smoothness and sass and learn to it's a language, man. It is a language. You, you got to learn to speak that language. Like you would walk up to me and say, Hey man, you want to get a sandwich or not? Cause I'm into tacos and that rolls out of you effortlessly. <laughs> <It is Tuesday. laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that, that, rolls out of you effortlessly and that's the way playing your guitar should be. It, it's a language and it should come from a place just like your speech does. And if it doesn't, hmm. at least to a guy like me, you're doing it wrong. Um, it's supposed to be about Opening things up not going inward and I will play perfectly and I will play I will stand on stage and stare at my hand while a hundred people stare at me that blows (laughs) (laughs) Don't be that guy. You know what I mean? So hopefully th- that helps. I think
1: so. Okay. I'm ready to play the
2: guitar. Okay, cool. <laughs> really Throw cool. on the Afghan wigs again. I'll get even more wound up, dude. Okay. Actually, that's what that's what all that was. This is Afghan wigs aftermath. I'm so yeah, am- well, dude, I'm you're so amped so right now. Yeah,
3: you're just like hundred miles an hour. It's kind of great. <laughs>
2: I'm uh, sorry. I
3: apologize. <laughs> we
1: got a text that says, "Migs, you better let our Glenn and Rev know that you kissed a dude this weekend." LOL. He
3: kissed a dude and I he liked, liked it. It, I kissed it smelled a dude. like
1: beer and catfish. Catfish.
3: <laughs> Is this a Weezer cover? I don't know who it is. Oh, I just assumed it was a Weezer cover. I kissed the boy and I
1: liked it. Did you know that Cherry Chapstick is not actually Cherry Chapstick that they're singing about?
3: No, no it Apparently like it's a Red Rocket.
1: An, it's an Urban Dictionary thing, and that's when oh. um, a certain female body part gets so um, inflamed and turns reddish. Oh, so it is
2: kind of oh. like a Red so Rocket. So they call it Cherry Chapstick. Stimulated nubbin'. Yes.
1: So that's what... Uh, you know what they say in uh,
2: Days of Thunder? About. Nubbins racing, Cole. Nubbins
1: (laughs) racing. So, yes, this uh, Saturday I did kiss a man a wrestler a sweaty wrestler Would by the you, name of ravenous uh, Randy Myers were you were you drugged by that hot yes. nurse at the time and it, and it continued to defy <laughs> was that her fantasy
2: or yours like let's Jesus. let's go ahead and lay this yes.
1: out let's talk about know, my good friend and my friend's girlfriend my friend now this dude. is gonna be very
2: awkward <laughs> if they listen to this I've said nothing <laughs>
1: so anyways on
2: Saturday Hi, I'm I can't wait to meet you both yep. uh, <laughs> on Saturday
1: I did defy and, and ravenous Randy Myers I've, he's, he's been on MIGS versus the World of Wrestling in my podcast, awesome. Did you awesome kiss beard. someone that was ravenous? Yes. Did you get shots and stuff? No. <laughs> I feel good. No, that's ravenous.
2: Okay. Ravenous. I mean, Do you see how I move my chair away from <laughs> Get over here, Glenn. Well, no, you're it's not showing any symptoms sore. yet, but, yet. you know, I've seen 28 yeah. days later. Oh, well, Anyways, nice. he's,
1: he's uh, the weirdo hero, and part of his thing is very flamboyant. Uh, he likes to kind of just sexuality in a sense, like as his character, Randy Myers. And one of his things, when he comes out, he comes out to edit James at last, which is an awesome ring entrance music. Yeah. <laughs> you don't expect it. Dude, no, not at
3: all.
2: That Liz Tyson from Late September Dogs. Uh huh. Sang that as Tony
1: and I walked down the aisle. <laughs> he walks out to the <laughs> ring and that.
3: Interesting. Ah, <laughs> look at how everything
1: ties them together. <laughs> See, it's all you and I, some potty coat. Right, so
2: anyway.
1: he comes out and then part of his shtick is he's all about consent is sexy, so he'll ask certain people in the fan base, so like, guys, jump up. Like, these bro-looking dudes are like, kiss me, kiss me. Like, that's kind of his thing. <laughs> so he goes around, does all that. But at the end of his match... He's talking about it's Valentine's Day. He's got all these Valentine's gifts. He's like, but there's only one person I want to kiss for Valentine's Day. And he turns around and hey, it's you, Migs. And I'm like, I'm not prepared for this. I wasn't expecting this to happen. <laughs> like, none of this was talked about ahead of time. <laughs> thanks, dude. But he's also, I've seen guys turn him down in the, like as he walks around. And he totally gives them big hugs. Like, he doesn't make anyone feel bad. Like, he yeah. definitely is a guy that wants to make sure people know it's cool to do whatever you want. But I'm like, okay, the crowd is now hot. They are like, yeah! Yeah, right. If I say no... It's kind of killing the party. I'm going to kill yeah. the vibe.
6: And also, it's a
1: peck on the lip. I'm not going to care. It's not it's no harm to it. There's nothing so you sexual come about out, it like the Sarlacc. No, like, oh. he didn't grab my ass. Like, it's just a fun like both, moment. Both full cheeks, both hands. <laughs> and it's wrestling. Like there's worse stuff that's done in that ring than a kiss on the lip. So anyway, so I have the audio of that moment where Oh, fantastic. Here's, here's the part. So, I bring Munson and j Mac, my two hockey buddies. This is the first time they've ever gone to one of these events. And I And the last and, <laughs> no, they loved it. They loved They wanted to become wrestlers by the end of the night. Granted, they were drunk, but they wanted to become wrestlers. are doing this next week. So all I know is <laughs> as this is happening in the back of my head, am like, oh, of course, the one time. I have my two hockey buddies, and we're going to go out drinking. I'm not going to hear the end of this. That's what's going on in my head, but I'm like, screw it. Dude, it's going to be worth it. This is going yeah. to be a fun story, a fun moment, and I genuinely do love Randy Myers. He's one of my favorite people, and I know this is kind of a cool moment, and, and it's like you're part of his exclusive club, the people who have been kissed by Randy Myers. So I am like, you know what? Let's go with it. And they all he, have the same cold sore. Exactly, <laughs> and it doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. So, There's a little camphophonique there, pal. Of course, he's, he's pitching it to me. My, uh, Munson and Jay of course pull out their phone right when they realize what's about to happen so they can record it and I have the audio Nice. and it's funny because you can um, I'm like screw it if I'm going to do it I'm going to ham it up so of course I get the microphone after he proposes this kiss and I'm like I'm going to have some fun with this and so here's what happened when Randy Myers kissed me on Saturday I
6: want you to kiss me this is about consent
1: <laughs> oh yeah People are
2: in.
6: I, I love, love all the trips here but I love the kissing chats <laughs> So,
1: darling, would you? Yes! 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 Yeah, the fans are chanting chanting, yes. 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 If I say no at that moment, I I think I might start a riot. Yes!
6: Yes. 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 What do you think, divine?
1: He's freaking out. I open up my arms like, what went on? And here comes the reaction. <laughs> the whole place goes nuts. While well, his music playing. <laughs> At last my love has come along. Yes, we need a photo. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be photos. There's the video's out there. I could show you the quick clip man. of where is it? Well, oh, people are just going wild for that. Bro, people were losing their freaking mind. That's and it so was like awesome. it was like one of those moments that just kind of brought the house down. It was like well right, here we go. Here's the video. This moment. is about
4: consent.
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah, Steve's on point. How He's just you? standing there with a big smile.
6: Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. 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 Yeah. Is he kind of working the crowd what like, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? There's the open arms.
6: Make some noise if you love
5: Randy Myers as much as I do.
2: You know. Have you already been wrestling, Steve? I wasn't. He wrestled. Okay, because you're oh, it's a shadow. I thought
1: you were glazed in sweat. <laughs> Jesus kills oh, Steve's just sweating. Oh, there it is. Ha! And he takes a bump to the ground. Yeah, as soon as they kiss, the guy goes flying backwards and hits the mat. I love it. That was rad. And someone had in the back, is like, "What was it like?" Like someone right behind me. I look over, and go, "It was sweaty." And it was like <laughs> it was. He just wrestled, so his whole face is drenched. And so it's like this, like and it, it felt like, a, like salt. It felt like a sloppy kiss, but it wasn't a sloppy kiss. It was like a quick peck. But the rest of his face was so sweaty, just, just moist. Fresh. I'm just oh. covered in Randy Myers sweat. The place went nuts. It was the talk of the night but amongst other people it was a blast. Dude. That's like, great. Like, honestly, and the best part was, I got a text from my wife, how's, how's wrestling going? I was like, I kissed a boy. I go, it's been great. I kissed a man. And that's all I wrote. <laughs> and she's like, what? Oh, I was waiting for the no reply. <laughs>
6: yeah, right.
1: I need to process this. And then Jay, I guess he texted his girlfriend. She replies, that's hot. She's like, he goes, he's like, he's like, I'm having a blast in Portland. Migs just kissed a dude. And he hadn't heard from her for like hours. And finally, she's like, what do you mean by that?
3: And then he's like, it was a wrestling thing. and Oh, it's like, now I have to explain. I would just be like, well, it's exactly like I said. It's like I yeah. said it was. We kiss were at a dude. restaurant,
2: and the, the maitre d' was very friendly, and
1: Miggs was like, fair enough. we leave there, and, and then the two of them <laughs> The meal like, was comped. Munson in jail like, so do you want to uh, go to uh, the Acropolis to get that taste of a man's kiss out of your mouth?
4: And I was like, you
1: sons of bitches. Like, you realize we're never going to let this die. I'm like, you wouldn't be my friends if you did let it right? die. yeah. Like, I expect to be made fun of for that, because it's just what we do as friends. And it's you funny. Know, and it was great. Like
3: every part of it was funny. The
1: whole moment was great. I had a blast. I mean, uh, and like I said, I, I that was genuinely a, that do was love Randy and Myers. Recently, right? That, that was, was Saturday. Thing. Yeah,
2: man. Honestly, there was a just watching the video. There was a damn good crowd. It was a What was going on? Oh yeah, that's killer,
4: man. Yeah, it yeah. Was,
1: dude. It's it's always a blast, and Portland's always a great time. And, and it was it was it was awesome. It keeping, was awesome. Keeping Portland weird, Steve. That's right. Good job. Yeah, with yeah. the weirdo hero. <laughs> well done, man. <laughs> All right. Well, well, next time maybe we'll do a full uh, thingy mo job of uh, emails,
2: voicemails, yeah. and text messages. Sure. I'm sure By we will. By the way, thanks. <laughs> don't, don't stop emailing or calling. Don't. don't please don't. Like, like We like, love hearing from you guys, but sometimes... And we'll get to them sometime. I, I, didn't, get, I didn't get to see these guys last week. <laughs> like, for instance... And that- I've had a lot of coffee, and then we got into Afghan wigs, and you know... They're going to have to scrape me off the ceiling with a snow shovel, you know?
1: (laughs) For instance, uh, that email that was asking you for advice on guitar playing, that came to us on December 26th. So we get to these eventually. (laughs) It's
3: only a month and a few weeks
1: away. The dude is
2: like giving up and burned his guitar. Like, you never got back to me. I've taken up the recorder. I'm like, oh, I'm not the recorder, man.
1: man. I chopped my hands off. (laughs) Anyways. uh, Oh, before we go, go to Kickstarter, uh, type in Travis, The Last Funeral. Yes. Our boy Travis, uh, our front man of Bruiser Brody, is working on a solo record, no different than how Bruiser Brody did it and also Glenn Cannon. He's hoping that people can help front the cost and pre-order the record ahead of time. So if you just go into Kickstarter and search Travis The Last Funeral or just Google Kickstarter Travis Last Funeral, you will find his Kickstarter. I've donated. I know all of us have. Uh, BJ even donated, which yeah. I thought was cool. Nice. Like he was really touched by. He's got some really amazing musicians that are
2: going to be a part of this. Kyle Court from Superfecta is going nice. to be doing all the keys and piano cool. stuff for him. JT Phillips is going to be his guitarist. The old uh, drummer from uh, James from Second Coming. From Second Coming yep. is his drummer. I'm not sure who he has on bass yet, but and I've heard. I mean, we've heard that that uh, No Ordinary Man song that yep. he sent us. That's one of the pieces of material he's doing. But he's, you know, he's talking about. He's really trying to create something unique and special. Like I'm super excited about
1: it. And if it, it's so. anything like the, the 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 funky blues horn stuff that he did at Highway 99 Blues oh Club. Oh my god, yeah. Those you know sets were trip. incredible. Yeah. If you didn't get to see
2: his solo sets at Highway 99, they were just they, they were so incredible because they were all over the map. Yeah. Like he'd do a folky acoustic tune, then he'd sit down at the piano and just this moody vibe. And then, you know, he was doing that thing for a minute, a couple sets in a row where he ended his set singing Italian opera. Yeah. Yeah. So you just that's sit insane. there. Like, that is so insane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. You sit there in the audience, like, dude, really? I mean, you talk about being entertained. It, yeah. It's really something. So yeah, everybody. So help them out. You're going to want to. You'll. If. This is going to happen, but you're going to want to be a part of it, because it's going to be something really special. I know he's got Kelly Gray on board, yep. uh, I think, to mix
1: and produce. So. Very cool.
2: Yeah, man. It's it's going to be good. So, yeah, get, get on Kickstarter and support our boy Travis. You... You won't regret that. I yeah. promise you that. Oh, yeah.
1: So we're gonna roll on out, but like I said, help, help him out. Uh, looking forward to the next, and also Travis will be with us. I don't think next week, but the week after, Cool. Uh, to come hang out and talk about the kickstarter of trying to get one last push in, so people could help him get push. to his goal. I think he's a few thousand dollars away from the goal, but he's got some time. So help him out. Well, okay. Let's mm-hmm. make it happen. Let's uh, show some solidarity Let's for join Travis. Join your hands and yes. get behind him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I don't really think we have anything coming up to promote. I've already mentioned the wrestling and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. And you've got your solo record. Making a record. Uh, Steel Panther, of course. We're going to be playing with them <laughs> in bad. Vancouver on April 11th, 12th, and 13th. Get tickets before they sell out because the 13th is already sold out. So the other two, are. In, it's inevitable that they will sell out as well. And it's, it's going to be a party. So look to, we're looking forward to that. Other than that, reach us at 253-271-4787 or TheMixCast at gmail.com. All right. All right. There Stay positive. Stay positive. <laughs> Keep those hands Rev, in the hair. Rev's
2: not even counting down.
1: <laughs> no, I don't have to anymore. you want me to babble for a minute? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I'm going to turn
2: off your no, microphone now. let me tell now. you a
1: story, dude. <laughs> Do you want me to give you a kiss? <laughs>
2: no.
0: I'm into kissing dudes now. At least you're not sweaty. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> wow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.